Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just woke up from a nap. It okay. takes you. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. You can just okay. I'll cut mm-hmm. stuff out. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Tony. And I am Zach. This is Chips and Salsa. Every time, if there's a gap in our recordings, we're trying mm-hmm. to get better at this, but we try to record a few episodes at a time now, yeah. which I think is very professional of us-ish. It is. We of. just need to do it more consistently. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, well, guys, okay, so right now we are, as of this recording, we are a week out from Christmas, basically. Less than a week. Less than a week out from Christmas, 2020. Uh, tea Day has come and gone Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a whole episode on that and what we did to celebrate that. Basically nothing. Basically nothing. Just cooked food that we like to eat, and that's basically it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but today, I am really excited because we are going to keep talking about food, so that's always good. Mm-hmm. But we also have a special guest with us on the show. Very special. Very sh- very, very special uh, they are in town, but they are still socially distanced from us by several miles. So <laughs> um, joining us over computer land, G-chat, Zoom land, whatever you want to call it, although they are two different things, but we're using one of the two, you can guess. It's uh, my sister. Hello, sister. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> this is my sister, Sarah. You guys, welcome to the show, kid. Thank you. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Yes, 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 indeed. <laughs> it's always fun to talk to you just in general, not yes. because we needed a guest for <laughs> an episode, yes. so we're not talking to each other. This is a common uh, conversation we have anyway. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, this is pretty uh, pretty right up our alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you are. you just got in town like today. Today, hours ago, hours. not even hours, maybe. Well, yeah, hours ago at this point. That's there are multiple hours in between. Yeah. Coming, <laughs> My arrival. <laughs> right. Coming from the Twin Cities. The Twin Cities, St. Paul to be specific. I feel like I just need to give a shout out to where I actually reside. Yeah, that, so. that's fair. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Which twin we're talking about. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. St. Paul. Yes. Of the two twins, which one is the better twin? Uh, according to, I mean, a lot of Minnesotans would definitely say Minneapolis as a transplant. I personally prefer St. Paul because it has an older feel. St. Paul's actual, actually the capital. Um, but a lot of people think that St. Paul is boring and I'm just like, that's fine. But I feel like as a Chicagoan, (laughs) me saying that I think St. Paul is better than Minneapolis to resident Minnesotans coming from a larger, arguably, eh, I won't say that. A different bigger city you know <laughs> i feel like I, I i think i i have some some um clout in saying saint paul is better but a lot of people would disagree ready to fight but don't at me 
I mean, I'd, at this point, I'd take more of that type of banter and bickering than the current state of things. Yes. Yeah. What we're currently I mean... adding people about. <laughs> what we're currently adding people about. Let's let's add people about which Twin City is better. Yeah. Like a, a couple of weeks Seems ago. Seems a bit safer. Yeah. It's a bit safer yeah. and just more lighthearted, I guess. Like yeah. a couple, couple of weeks ago, I saw this article headline. I forget what publication it was, but it was like, uh, it was at Yellowstone National Park and it was like hikers or like visitors to ne- Yellowstone National Park arrested for cooking whole chickens in a hot spring. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I was no. just like, these are the types of headlines that I have been missing. Honestly, yeah. I was like, I want the more of these headlines. Like, that is right. disgusting. It's disgusting, yeah. but also hilarious. It's like, of course they did. And of course they got arrested. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So wait, let's back up. Whole chickens as in like not feathered, like, like just cooking a chicken? Yeah, they were like boiling, like using the hot spring to like, you know. Boil it. Boil oh. it or cook it or whatever. But they I mean, were like okay. making a meal. I mean, it's resourceful, but. I was going to say, because honestly, I hear that headline and I'm like, oh yeah, kudos to you. But I didn't really put it together that it was like the hot spring that. Yeah, you like know, you can't do see. that. This is a national you can't monument. Do that. Get out of That's here. That's fair. Right, 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 right. But I heard that and I was like, yeah, resources. Can you get salmonella after that? I don't I'm just know. wondering I mean, like, about the people going into that hot spring afterwards. Oh, that's, yeah, that's disgusting. Gross. Like that. that well, wait. Just, what? Are they whole chickens from the grocery store? Because I'm sorry. You need can more we really walk through that? You need I more information. Any questions. Listen, <laughs> I, any this is this is one of the articles where I don't. I am not ashamed to say that. Like I didn't read the whole article. I just saw the headline. I was like, yes, that's hilarious, and moved on with my day <laughs> mm-hmm. because there are other articles that I really actually wanted to read fully. This was one of the ones that I didn't need to. <laughs> that headline alone was amazing. So I'm sorry I can't provide more information. We'll have to come well, back have, to that. Yeah, do some more side okay. research. That just it just falls in the vein of the headlines of a few years back still in yellowstone were like students were getting you know they mess with a bison and they get gored and yeah, it's like I mean, yes or a guy there is literally a guy who put on a was in a bear costume and was trying to like mess with the bears no. and i think something oh, happened. oh i remember too. this yeah so i was like i mean yeah. these headlines were happening like last year yeah not even a few years <laughs> not, ago. yeah i guess it's like yeah year yeah <laughs> So anyway, can you put this article in the show notes though? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I need to know. I will. Yeah, I, if I remember, yeah, when I'm going back and editing this, I will try to drop that link <laughs> in the so show many notes. Questions, Zach. I was just like, "What?" Of course, it just took me off guard because it wasn't like anything with racial stuff, politics, the environment. Sure. It's just like right, couple of dum dums, just you know, <laughs> dropping a chicken well, in the hot dropping spring. some chicken in the hot spring. <laughs> I still like I just want to ask, can you get salmonella from a wild chicken or is that something that is sparked upon when you raise them and then put them in, you know, feather them and put mm-hmm. them in a grocery store? Is so there- I'm like, yeah, I don't know what the rates are, if it's more common among like grocery store chickens, but it's I mean, it's just like a bacteria, so it can exist. Sure, anywhere. sure. Now, but- are there wild chickens still? I mean, I know there are wild turkeys. There must be if there are wild There's turkeys. There's gotta be. But where? Where are That's the wild yeah, chickens? Like the free, wild range, chickens? free range chickens just have a dream of being wild, but they're not like <laughs> Yeah, do you, <laughs> do you ever think any of the free range chickens actually escape? 
Yeah, it's like it has yeah. to be. It's like the call you of the wild, so? but for chickens. But for chickens, someone needs to make that into a TV show. It's probably you know what they probably it's Chicken Run. That's probably what a Chicken uh, yeah, Run is. Yeah, 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 they already did. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Our topic today, to, to just, we're going to head into this transition, mm-hmm. we are talking about uh, holiday foods, how to up your holiday game, uh, your holiday food making game. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah mm-hmm. is well known in our family, at least for naming whatever bird she's preparing. So there have been numerous <laughs> birds. It just puts more personality to it, which is mm-hmm. probably the opposite of what you want if you are a vegetarian I mean, for animal reasons or whatever. But Sarah names for birds a tradition that I particularly enjoy. Yes, me too. Um, we're, so we're going to be talking about how to up your holiday food game, naming your birds for success in the oven, and uh, since various we're, other and various other things. Uh, this is kind of topics. a yeah related topics. This is kind of a re-record for us because. Uh, an unreleased episode in which we have talked about potlucks, I think was really good, but you know, we ran into some issues, so we wanted to just bring Sarah on and talk about it. So yep. let me ask you guys, what are your stances on potlucks? And I know like right now, just stances on gathering with more than your the person, you, the, yeah. your household, yeah. this is not a thing, <laughs> but I feel like particularly right. this year, I saw so many memes and gifts about like, macaroni and cheese and like what to bring to potlucks and all of that stuff so like mm-hmm. what are your thoughts and feelings on potlucks and before we get into it i just need to do my customary lacroix pop oh okay okay it's limoncello in case you're interested. <laughs> Ooh. all right so anyway Can't i've been talking it. too much go <laughs> what are our what are our opinions um yeah i mean this isn't exactly what you asked, but it'll be interesting to see when potlucks become part of our like workplace landscape again. Yeah. I don't know. Are, are we going to just be like, all right, cool. We're all past the pandemic. Let's have a potluck to celebrate. <laughs> or is it going to take a while to even get there? I am not a huge fan of potlucks among amongst people that I don't normally eat like their food i don't know that's very specific (laughs) like 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 (laughs) if it's a potluck with people that i know and i've eaten like at their house before or like i don't know people i'm more familiar with then i'm like okay but if it's like i don't know co-workers it's like a different level of familiarity and i'm not super into that that's that's where i'll start so (laughs) for now (laughs) I would have to agree because I think potlucks in general should come from like a basis of like familiarity. Like, oh, we're just getting together and we're going to like just bring whatever. And so in my mind, when I think of that, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I think of potlucks that I have or had (laughs) COVID uh, with my (laughs) friends like we've eaten together before, kind of like what you were saying, Tony, like mm-hmm. we've eaten together before. I know how you cook. I know what, and then, and, and even that I'm probably going to say, Oh, can you bring yeah. this? Yeah. Because 
even though it's going to be a conglomeration of food, I'm like, I know that they cook this well. So like, I'm about to eat. But when I think of like church potlucks in particular Mm -hmm. and work potlucks, I go in with the assumption that I will be consuming no food. (laughs) <laughs> either that or the, or the or the rolls or the rolls right yeah okay you have to choose you have to be strategic just the rolls or if they have wrapped candy mm-hmm. <laughs> so halloween rules <laughs> there's always a couple people at the church potluck that just know they don't cook well so they'll buy something from a restaurant and if you can right. tell it's from a restaurant that you are okay eating from then i'll eat that yeah but well yeah. I mean, I always think of the people who bought like Baker's Square pies and I was just like, that's like the lowest of the low. What? I love Baker's Square's French soap pie. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, I was looking for it this year too. I was like, I can't be around people. Let me just get a whole pie. Yeah. From... <laughs> I, yeah. like if you get it from like a local bakery. Yeah. Sure. I sure. get it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I'm inclined to agree with people you trust. That's a little bit different, but for when I was still working in an office and stuff, like the example I've given is one year, or I guess this was last Thanksgiving, man. Mm-hmm. Last year. Last year, which 2019, which just seems like it was 55 years ago. <laughs> so last year for Thanksgiving, we were given, the, like one, my team, we were working off site, and it was like a week or so before Thanksgiving. So when we work off site, it's like, do you want to do a potluck or do you want to just get pizza or order something else you live in chicago and we can argue about whose pizza is better new york or chicago but the point being you can either get good pizza or good something else and you don't have to do a potluck Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. could vote and people overwhelmingly voted for potluck and i was just like why why one i don't want to do any work (laughs) i'm already (laughs) working off site that's ridiculous i don't want to do any work yeah what because i had to cook it <laughs> i would cook it i would cook it if, it if i had to bring it i would cook it and you know that's true like i would I, it depends what it is i would cook it well yeah if it it's depends. brownies if it's brownies I will. Yeah. Make, if it's any kind of baked good i will make it i don't volunteer to bring main dishes <laughs> i never do that that's <laughs> true so <laughs> i was like why did we vote on this why did why because I don't know you guys that well, even though we've been working together for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you cook well, what you don't cook well. I also don't know if you're trying out new recipes. That was the thing I said. Mm. Don't the thing that freaks me out most about potlucks with people I don't know is is this a dish you cook a lot or are you guinea pigging us and wanting to see if you can do this well? Mm-hmm. But like you, Sarah, I go into it thinking like, I'm probably not going to eat a lot. Maybe I'll eat a little bit beforehand, you know, Yeah. go in and then yeah. graze some. I've definitely done the thing where I pack my lunch anyway, even though I know there's a potluck. <laughs> Hands and then, down, every time. And then if someone asks me, oh, you brought lunch? I'm like, oh, yeah, potluck. But in my mind, I'm like, I planned this. <laughs> like, I no. planned this. This is my safety net. <laughs> right. Right. I think one of the most important things, though, is, I mean, and it sounds terrible, but like we're all thinking it, is your kind of judgment of someone's cleanliness, like general cleanliness. Mm-hmm. Like if this person just is sloppy at work, I don't trust that they're going to be very hygienic when they're cleaning. I mean, cooking. Oh, so that to me factors into the, <laughs> am I willing to try this? 
person's fair. food. That's fair. I, I get it. I, I'll go ahead, Sarah. I mean, yeah, I, I think I agree with that too. Cause I also, it, it goes back to my point of like level of familiarity. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. I'm like, I also think about food in general. And I'm like, when I, when I think about food, because I love it so, so much, I usually only want to eat with people that I like want to eat with. Yeah. So when I hear potluck, I'm like, I wouldn't sit down for a meal with you anyway. Not because I don't <laughs> like you, but like, but just because like, I don't know you like that. And I'm like, right. really probably not like, I, no. So I don't need to do this. Mm-hmm. And it just is kind of like, well, I see how you operate and I like, no offense, but I, no, <laughs> I mean, so it, I'm not going to eat that. Yeah. We're not by ourselves. Cause I think was it you, Sarah, or maybe it was you. T- I don't know who sent this to me. It was a meme over uh, Instagram. It was like a. It was like why I don't eat at other people's houses, and it was just like a picture of like a meal being cooked in a kitchen. It was in progress, and like the, a cat was like on the counter, and the cat's tail was like in a pan. Oh my gosh! Just on accident, and nobody had noticed. And I was like, "Yes, that is exactly <laughs> that why. is exactly what I'm." And vice versa. Like if you come into our house and you see something that's like kind of like, uh, I mean, we try to we're genuine generally clean yeah but like you know cynthia my our mom like if she comes into your house and sees like your stove is kind of crummy or like kind of sticky she's like i don't know if i want to eat in your house i definitely think of your mom every time i clean our stuff i'm like gotta make sure it's nice and clean for cynthia levels (laughs) because it's like listen every time (laughs) oh man yeah so yeah i mean i I agree like if i'm gonna eat a potluck style meal it's generally with people that i know and trust mm-hmm. and yeah you ask them to bring a specific thing yeah mm-hmm. i mean eat, sharing a meal with others can be kind of an intimate experience because you're sharing yeah. like your likes dislikes whatever and it can get personal like this is a dish i've made with my family for x amount of years or whatever it has food has meaning but I think we should get into the next layer. Okay. Um, <laughs> people, okay, so I don't know how to say this, but I guess people, okay, are you willing to share a meal with people? I guess you already talked about it, people that you don't really like. Okay. Like your coworkers, you just, like I was saying, meal sharing a meal is an intimate experience. You don't really want to share it with someone that you like wouldn't share a meal with. Like <laughs> I wouldn't do this with you outside of work, so. Yeah. Uh, is that the next le- layer? I now? guess we already talked about that, yeah. but I was just thinking about it as the more. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I feel like I should be clear because that sounds like super rude. Judgy. And like mm-hmm. judgy. Like, oh my gosh, I wouldn't share a meal with you. But I really, I feel like. If you sat people down, I'm like, be honest. Like, you're, we wouldn't do this. Like, I'm not going to invite you out for, you know, for dinner. Mm-hmm. I'd go. I don't know. It's just there's a different there's a different level of like going and having dinner with someone versus like doing like a team event. You know what I mean? And we're right. like, yeah. And then you had you had a meal tacked on. Yeah, I and know. I guess I was also thinking like, obviously people have different tastes. So let's say yes. someone brings a dish that's very like near and dear to their heart and you're like, wow, that looks disgusting or so that has an ingredient in it that I do not like. Like we've mm-hmm. talked about this, Zach. Um, coconut is 
an ingredient that I really dislike. Like it's one of the few foods that I really just refuse to eat if I can <laughs> avoid it. So I've had like cookies offered to me with coconut in them. And I will just tell people like, I really don't like coconut. So I'm going to pass. But some people have been really offended by that. It's not personal, but people can take it personally. But that yeah. is kind of something you have to encounter with potlucks. That's I agree. a solid point. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I just, ooh, man, I've just been, when we talk about fa- like family potlucks, I always think of uh, Sarah when we would go over to our late grandmother's house on our mom's side and, you know, mm. like everybody, and they're all from Mississippi or from the South or whatever. Right. And so like they're bringing greens and mac and cheese, which is a whole, like the mac and cheese is always on point. Mm-hmm. That always. and that's a whole like that's another that's another topic we can get into, but like green you know, they're they're getting all of this stuff and you know you know, depending on your culture, you know, you have certain things that are like inherent to your culture that may just seem nasty, like chitlins. Like you know, <laughs> if somebody brings those to a potluck and as soon as they open the lid, it just like ruins oh the whole aura for me. It's just yeah. like, oh, <laughs> like, it's just like mm, let me get down on this mac and cheese. Oh my God, pig then intestines. It's like, like an odd, it's like instant divide between the people that will eat it and the people that are absolutely yes. just Staunchly disgusting. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That's when you run into like offending people. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, listen, it's not. Well, you. I think. <laughs> That's where like the familiarity comes in too, though, because if you think about like, I think about those meals and arguably none of that stuff looked good. It tasted good, but it didn't look good. And if I didn't <laughs> yeah. know then we'll be real. Cause it's not like they're going for presentation here. Like they're not Bobby Flay, but they're <laughs> incredible. They're incredible. Like Southern cooks, which mm-hmm. has its own connotation and it tasted good. I knew it tasted good. Therefore, I ate it. Right. But yeah. like, if I'm with people I don't know, and it looks doesn't look appealing to me. I'm not touching that. Right. Because I don't know right. you. Right. Because I don't know you. It's right. true. That's a solid point. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, what a transition into. So we're going from potlucks, and now we're in the holiday season. So normally, in a well, whatever that used to be in a non-pandemic in a year. non-pandemic year. <laughs> You know, we'd be either coming together to share meals mm-hmm. or you're just with your family or whatever. And um, you're cooking a lot of different food. This past Thanksgiving Day, I saw a lot of opinions about mac and cheese for whatever reason. It was just very mm. interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, and Pressing issues of our time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you know, totally. Uh, we made my... Our, well, we made our granny's mac and cheese for the first time without our mother. Mm-hmm. It turned out really good. It did. It so nice. awesome to that. It was, it was not exactly like your mom's. Like, I mean, the recipe I followed was what your mom gave me, but I, I still feel like it was missing a little something. Like, it was just a, a little bit off, but it was still really good. It was still I think. good. I mean, it, okay. it was good. And uh, to clear up, <laughs> I know it's not, it's not like a, hard and fast rule but mac and cheese is a side let's just absolutely put Hands that down. out there i mean i get it like as as children you may like have had mac and cheese as like lunch craft craft that blue box that blue box but like box. the only time i ever had mac and cheese at our house or in gatherings was like homemade mm-hmm. mac and cheese I as mean, a side yep. yeah but that's I, yep. privilege i guess like i mean 
if you know how to make it good I on had you. real mac and cheese growing up, but other times, <laughs> like non-special occasions, just like a regular day after school, it was definitely craft mac and cheese. I mean, hey, I get it. I mean, or that, Velveeta. Or Velveeta. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, that powder cheese that basically the powder cheese or the block of cheese. The powder cheese that yeah. came with the craft um, box. Yeah, I'm talking about Velveeta though oh, too. Was that block yeah. of cheese? That right. orange block of cheese that's right. almost oh, yes. gelatinous. Yeah, that mm-hmm. like it's. The I mean, ju- I ate my fair share of that in college. It's called. I mean, broke. yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna exactly. lie. It yeah, has its own place. Yes, it does. I but l- do occasionally crave that Velveeta, like the shells with the cheese. Sure. But it's like okay. I'm craving that specifically, not like ooh, I want some good mac and cheese. Right. So this is the the difference between ooh, I'm craving some Mexican food. Let's go to Chipotle. Right. And no, I would be like, I'm craving Chipotle. Right. When I'm craving Mexican food, I want to go to an actual Mexican, <laughs> like Mexican yeah. restaurant. Got it. Yeah. Sure. Well, how, Sarah, you are the kind of, you've gotten into, I guess, over the last several year, years, being really into preparing foods of all kinds. Mm-hmm. When, True. When did I mean, that happen? Like, I don't rem- remember. Uh, when we I think it started in high school. It started in high school, and you were in college at that yeah. point. Okay. So mom had me. I had to cook once a week, and so I had to prepare. I had, I had Thursdays, and so I had to like come up with like what I wanted to cook, and I had to give her the recipe so we could go shopping. And so yeah, that's how I got into it. But I, I feel like I was always with her in the kitchen consistently, and I always liked to cook. But in the last, I mean. I couldn't cook in college considering once again, college. So yes. yeah. I don't know how you do that. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I, I got into it and now it's just therapeutic and it's fun. And I love following chefs. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's also a very millennial thing. So part of me likes to keep it to myself, how much I like to cook because it seems to be very in vogue and it's mm. annoying. <laughs> well no because you have all these people now who are like well you know i started this and now i like have a food truck or i have yeah. a food and i have a food blog which is not bad because i follow a lot of food blogs and i'm like i appreciate the people that didn't go to culinary school so they can speak in layman's mm-hmm. terms to me how to spatch cock a chicken mm-hmm. however i find it <laughs> rather annoying that it has become such a commodity yeah. for our generation because now it's like, well, Sarah, do you like to cook? I'm like, yeah. And I've loved to cook for a very long time. And, you know, to the people that have made it into a commodity, they're like, my God, garlic powder, what a revelation. And I'm like, that's a three musketeer. Where you been? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I clearly have opinions about that. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't, I didn't think you would have such hard opinions on it. <laughs> so, well, that's I didn't know the, that you uh, helped cook a meal each week. I don't think I knew that either. College. You didn't? Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't I know why I like that. That mm-hmm. little piece of massy cool. history. Yep. And then, I mean, I, when I was in college and we, when I studied abroad, that kind of like, I mean, mm-hmm. we had to cook a lot because once again, broke. Yeah. So. Right. Really, it's as some, like as a millennial, it's one of the few ways that we can indulge in like yes. something that feels luxurious, cooking at home. And you can make it affordable by cooking at home instead of yeah. trying to find the same thing at a restaurant so 
I mean, it is pretty sad how much money we save when we just buy groceries. Oh yeah. As opposed to eating out. And it's like, where did our money yeah. go? And it's like, well, you, you ate well, it, literally. You ate it all. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. you should just buy food. And yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I get it. Like cooking for one person is annoying and kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. And then cooking for two people. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. I mean, because I feel like most recipes are, like, for four to six people, like the average size family. So when you have two people, it's like, yeah, we'll have leftovers, but it's not, like, for an entire week. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) true. So I still have not, like, mastered the art of cooking for one. And granted, like, I've always had a roommate, so that Mm -hmm. is helpful. So, like, me and my roommate, we cook together all the time. So then it's like, okay, we'll have leftovers. We meal plan for the whole week mm-hmm. and say like, okay, this is what we're going to get. This is what I'll cook. This is what you cook. I'm head chef. You're sous chef. <laughs> so it works out well, but like cooking for one is hard because I is. think wherever, like whatever context you're coming from, you're probably always thinking that, well, someone else is probably going to eat it or wait, I have leftovers. And then let's be real. You hate, I hate third day leftovers. I'm like, I am over this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to my bougie millennial takeout place. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> By the third day, it's not, it's not. You're tired of nearly it. Yeah. As good. There are very few instances where I'm like excited to eat the same thing for the third time in a row. Right. Yeah, I definitely have done that, but like it was just a, it's either this or. Zach is good at just, you know, plowing through whatever leftovers we need to plow through. Or I'll throw it away because it's been sitting too long. Well, yeah, obviously if it's been there for too long, but like if there's nothing else and you're like, well, this needs to get eaten today, you will just eat it. And I'm like, yeah, thank God for you, man. You really that can really put his mind to things i feel like all the really times you're growing up where you would just be like can we ask mom and dad to get whatever and you're like well i'll just have cheerios and i'm like yes yeah. he still that? does that and i'm like really again okay uh it yeah. like forces me to be more disciplined but yeah oh so gosh it's definitely a gift Speaking of gifts, I guess, and since it's like holidays, Christmas, Sarah, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, how, what, what are some ways that you would recommend just like upping your holiday food game? Like when it comes to like, if you're going to make a, if you're going to do like a whole chicken, like what we did, mm-hmm. or like a whole turkey. Or it's like, kind of a good time to think about it this, like this year when everything's kind right. of unconventional Where, like the stakes have never yeah. been higher in terms of our health <laughs> but the stakes have never sure. been lower in the fact that like you're not going to see anybody so just experiment Real. yeah just Real. Do, you can Real. really do whatever you yeah. want I think okay so it's kind of a twofold answer so one I feel like holiday specific or any type of any type of special occasion specific in order to like up your game you probably need to be good at like your OG game yeah you know what I mean that's such a good like point. you need to have the basics down like do you season well do you know how to marinate do you know what temperature things need to be cooked at like mm-hmm. what's the best oil for this like know the basics sure in order so like when you're saying well I'm gonna c- cook bouffe bourguignon 
and you're like, cool, but like, have you like braised a beef shank before? <laughs> if not, or like, I don't, you don't, if you don't, if you don't know how to season like a piece of meat like that, then I wouldn't suggest cooking that. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> ambitious. Like, I can just follow Julia Child's recipe, which is true. You can, like, according to our mother, if you can read, you can cook. True. But the you outcome. also need to, like, the, yeah, the outcome. <laughs> It varies. Yeah. So if you want to like up your holiday game, I say you need to first make sure you have your basics down. And then two, do something that's like legitimately, like what's reasonable, like with, with like what you have, because mm-hmm. don't go all out and have to buy like all these different pots and pans in order to make this one thing. It's like, well, mm-hmm. think about what you have and how can you expand on that? So you know, if you don't have a KitchenAid stand mixer, which that's the first thing that just popped into my mind, which I don't have. Like, yeah, we, we I don't know. One, but we don't have it. <laughs> work within your, re- work within <laughs> your, in reason, yes. in your, you know, in your realm of possibility. And anything can happen in a cast iron. Like, let me just preach that. True. So, get yeah, you can get a cast iron. Cast iron so. mm-hmm. and yeah, I, that, okay, so those are really good points. Even with the cast iron, like, if you're going to have a cast iron, the most basic thing you can do is make sure you just treat it and right. take care of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like just absolutely. make sure you treat it first mm-hmm. and then like just make sure you're taking care of it. Because <laughs> right, I think right. there's been so many instances where it's like, ah, oh, I got a cast iron. Why isn't this turning out well? It was like, well, you know. <laughs> there's a certain way of there's a certain way caring of, for it. Right. Before it becomes stuff. like real good. And it's, I think, just specific to that, it's more overwhelming than it sounds. Because you can always take something that's basic like we did for Thanksgiving, like a roasted chicken, and mm-hmm. elevate it so that it feels special for oh, a holiday. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like a fancy, like Julia Child Mm-mm. French recipe. Right. It can be something really simple. Right. And I think those recipes that are like where people say they're like, oh, I made beef bourguignon. I'm like, well, okay, right. A, translate it because that's beef stew. Mm-hmm. So It's true. <laughs> So like Uh down to the level of like something that is already approachable, Uh which beef stew is very approachable. It's it's a way of making it that Mm -hmm. Julia Child has. And yeah, it just kind of comes down to I I I think what I'm learning is like commitment to a probably if if it's something that you've never cooked before, you have to allow yourself some room and depending on your personality. So this is speak probably speaking to more people like me who like hate rules. Like <laughs> there has to be some area of I'm going to follow this to the letter mm-hmm. because they wrote it this way for a reason. Color inside the lines before you start to get like impressionistic or whatever. Right. Like, just... And to be fair, like I've never cooked a turkey before, what, five or six years ago? Because I just had never cooked a turkey before. And arguably, it's probably one of the most blandest meats, but whatever. I think mm. you can have a good turkey. Yeah. I mean, immediately, but... whenever you've cooked a turkey for so our holiday meals, they've been real good. Well, see, and that's the thing. Like every recipe I looked at, people like weren't putting salt like in the skin, and I was like, I have so many questions. <laughs> like, Why would you not do this? <laughs> Why would you not? So, like, once again, like I followed the method of like, oh, okay, this is probably how long it needs to cook. 
I got that. And then I started coloring outside the lines. I'm like, we need some seasoning. Like, <laughs> you don't just get to soak this in buttermilk and call it good. I'm like, where's the salt? Right. So, yeah, I think anyway. that 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 comes that actually drills down into another like a subtopic of this whole thing is like flavoring like don't be afraid right. of flavor yeah and if that flavor is just salt then use it please like use it. i mean right. yeah at, at minimum at minimum use some salt right it's part of it's my three musketeers i feel like i've had which is so funny to me because like people are like well what did you season this with and it just boggles the mind Salt, pepper, because garlic, I'm, powder. Salt, salt, pepper, garlic powder. <laughs> yep. You can never go wrong with salt, Trifecta. pepper, garlic powder. Yes. Like, come on. You can't go wrong with that. Everything tastes good with salt, pepper, and garlic powder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> the bacon of seasonings. Yeah. <laughs> that's a solid point. So, so if I can, if I remember, it's get your basics down. Make sure you just have the basics down. Can you? Do you know how to season things? Do you know how to, long to cook things for and at what temperature? Yep. What are your means? So, like, don't break your, the, bank. the bank to go out and buy things that you may only just use one time. Mm-hmm. Right. And work within your means. So, like, the know the balance between, like, you want to stretch yourself, but also, you know, keep it within reason, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> Okay, so mm-hmm. that those that that makes sense. So, like for this past holiday, or like, what are you doing for Christmas? Are you are you cooking, Sarah? Apparently. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did, you just came home and mom was like, "You're cooking." Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a chance for you to use their new stove. So. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. pumped. I'm very excited for the new kitchen appliance. <laughs> yes, that is very exciting. Just for the audience, our parents have done the very the like stereotypical thing of like our children have been gone for quite a while. Let's get a whole bunch of new stuff that <laughs> they probably won't see unless they come home to visit. <laughs> and now we're in a pandemic. So we probably won't be seeing yeah. that yeah. until like 2021. Yeah. At some point. But anyway, <laughs> okay. So do you have a, a menu in mind? I, I don't. <laughs> I have no, I, I think it's funny because this year, actually, I mean, last year we, okay, I think we sh- it should also be said that the three of us cook very well together. We do. And that's been some of my favorite memories is our holiday cooking. Last year's Christmas meal, I feel like we personally killed it. It was a yes. banger. It yes. was that was a good. banger meal. Excellent. Um, but this year, I, yeah, I haven't really thought through much of anything. I have cooked a lot this year just because of COVID. Mm. So I feel yeah. like <laughs> it doesn't feel like. It feels less like, oh, I should plan what we should cook for Christmas dinner. And it feels more of like, ooh, like, what can I do? Or what's going to inspire me today? <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I've, I've honestly gotten to the point, which is terrible for my bank account. And it's screaming because I've done this. I've gone into the grocery store lately. And I'm like, whoa, I'm going to make that. And then I just grab it and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, big food spender. <laughs> My roommate can attest to that, that I rarely walk in with a list and I'm like, oh my gosh, sweet potato. Let's talk about how you can do all these things with it. (laughs) It's not good. 
<laughs> it is true. So, anyway. I've gone grocery shopping with you a few times, and it's definitely different <laughs> because I am like such a like a list person. I'm a list person with like every area of my life, and, you and don't I like stick shopping. to the list. I hate grocery shopping, so, so I'm in there. <laughs> what is on my piece of paper or in my phone is all I'm getting. And then GTFO. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but then when you go with Sarah, it's like an adventure. You're exploring. You're discovering. <laughs> <laughs> what is is that a flank steak? Bring me your finest piece, my good man. And then... It is much more fun too, just going with someone who enjoys the experience much more. Yeah. Oh, that is okay. Yeah, last year, man, when we went into okay, we don't frequent. So, some backstory: Tony used to work at a Whole Foods, and mm-hmm. we would get the employees' yes. discount, yes. so we could shop there more often. Now we do not shop there. Because Tony no longer, it is not affordable. It is not affordable. Significant discount. <laughs> the, the employee, right? The whole paycheck employee discount basically brings it down to slightly below ouch prices, and mm-hmm. like so. But when we went last year, like the three of us to the Whole Foods just to get some like stuff for the cheese board. Yeah, like sure going yeah. shopping with you guys. I think the one area where like Sarah's like all over the place. Like she'll just be like, "What's this?" Tony only gets like that when it comes to like certain things. One of those things being cheese. Cheese. <laughs> so like being with you guys at Whole Foods and you guys are like, oh my God, what is like all of these different types of cheeses? And I was like, yes. this is so much money, y'all. Like this is a lot of money for this. You breed. enjoyed it though. You were this, yeah. It's yeah. good. I, hey, the cheese board was on point. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, complaining. I was just like, dang, this is. It's yeah, the most can be pricey. It's the most off book I've ever been with Tony <laughs> in in a restaurant. It's usually when it comes to those things. <laughs> yes. I still think back to that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So so no menu, but you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'll figure it out. Yeah. I had a couple things that I actually asked mom to make because recently I've come home and I'm like, oh, you can cook. And I'm like, I'd love to. However, but we, our mother cooks very well. She does. So I'm like, I would like to sample what I've been missing. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a couple menu items of my own. I was like, okay, sure. But can we have? So. That makes total sense. Yeah. Because we don't have... I literally was just thinking about this yesterday because um, I realized it was the last weekend before <laughs> Christmas. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> I have not thought about this at all. I don't know what we're going to cook. Um, we definitely put more effort into cooking for Thanksgiving. And I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. We haven't talked about this at all. So Honestly, I, it sounds callous. I don't know. Like, tis the season. I just, I don't really, I don't mind if we, like, we could have Cheerios. I'd be fine. Okay, I'm not okay with that level. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, I want to cook something, but I was almost thinking of making a lasagna, but obviously not on the same level as the lasagna we made that one year for Christmas. Whoa, that was a killer. It was. It was amazing. I don't think I could handle that by myself, though. So yeah, that took like two days, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, I'm here. Like I usually assume the role of sous chef. Well, I'm not saying but that, like, but I'm. I I know you. You definitely I are sous chef, and you help a lot, but a ton. That's but a lot I just, of work. Yeah, when it's just me and you, I'm like, is it really worth it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fair point. I mean, I'd be down for just doing what we did 
for our not Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> that was also kind of more than I want to do this time. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even that much, but I'm just like. Yeah. Mm. That's also a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So somewhere in between that and Cheerios. Got it. <laughs> yeah. I think too, people can like take the pressure off themselves to say that they have to make like rack of lamb. Right. You know? yeah. Or leg of lamb. What am I saying? Well, no, rack of lamb too. Because um, you can make a really good pork chop, right? It's true. And true. some solid sides and there's a great meal and mm-hmm. that's Christmas dinner. I don't know. I mean, that is something mm-hmm. that I'm thinking of right now. Currently on a pork chop kick. I think everybody needs to be on pork chops, but not yeah. everybody can eat pork, so that's fair. And it's true. Teach their own. I'm always so mind boggled by that, but <laughs> I, I guess I just personally want to know, like, what is the science behind that? Like, I believe you; you know, it doesn't sit right with you, but I'm just like, hmm, I wonder why. I, yeah. Okay, it's not scientific, but like, there are definitely times when, like, I'm eating a pork chop, and then like, I'll have a random thought, like, yeah. I can see why this doesn't sit right well with some people. I don't know. Well, what are you thinking about the actual pig or why? I don't know. Yeah, it's just something like pork chops don't brown like other meats. Like it, so oh, you haven't had the right pork chop. Yeah, we ha- like we would we would do it. You like, can get we, a good caramelization. You get a good caramel. Like yeah. you get a good caramel. That's what I'm saying. Like you get a good caramel, oh. it, but oh. it's still like it's still lighter. Like even yeah. though it's like caramelized, when you cut into it, when you yeah. cut into it, it's still lighter oh, than see. other things. It's a white meat, but not as white as like chicken. Right, and so right. I think that's yeah. like even like looking at it, like if you think about it too hard, which is what I do yeah. sometimes. I just kind of get like, <laughs> Ugh. like I don't know what it is. It's not scientific <laughs> at all, but I can kind of understand why it's like. Why, why do you look the way you do, even though I know you're technically done cooking? But why do you look like this? Like it's mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what it is. It's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. I thought you were going to say that you start thinking about Wilbur, and I was like, well, we have no. a whole different... Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll start thinking about Wilbur. <laughs> he's, I'm, glad, I'm glad he's some pig and he's still alive somewhere in our hearts, but like, I don't... It's, <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking about Wilbur. Uh, well, okay, we're at like 45 minutes, so uh, I think we should like wrap it, wrap it up. Wrap it up? Wrap it up. Cause we try, oh Sarah, like uh, we try to stay between like thirty minutes to an hour, mm-hmm. in between there. Cause other after that, okay. it's just kind of like rambling. Don't want to do sure. that. That's fair. Do you have any like last minute, not last minute, but like uh, some takeaways, final thoughts, final thoughts on this this year while you're at home, <laughs> while you're stuck at home, while the holidays <laughs> are rolling through. Whenever you're listening to this, what are do you have some takeaways or final thoughts about like your about cooking at home, your cooking at home game, or would you just mm-hmm. stick to what you've already said? Um, I think yeah, I'd probably re, re let me try that again, reiterate what I've said, um, and then also I think people should be less afraid of cooking mm-hmm. by themselves, point. like. Be less afraid of it. Also, at the same time, like it doesn't take away from the fact that eating out at restaurants is something that I am very excited to get back to when COVID is Mm. not a thing anymore because supporting people who make it their art, I think is huge. Mm -hmm. So, but I think it's a really, I think cooking at home is another way that you can support people who have made amazing recipes and brought it to the masses. So. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Also support your local restaurants. Yes. yes, like curbs, curbside pickup people. Yeah. So 
Mm. That's always an option. I am. I do miss. I, it is a bummer that like we're we're man. We're we're like we haven't been able. Like we're on the south side now, so we can't. There's not a lot of access to a lot of the stuff that we had on the north side. Sure, some other areas. Some other sure. things that I've been craving, but still, yes, curbside pickup is awesome and great. Mm -hmm. So you should do that mm -hmm. if you are able. Cut out that. <laughs> I think I forget who I was listening to, like uh, talking about like Uber Eats and all of these food delivery services was just just like upping the price of yeah. a meal. So if the restaurant does curbside pickup, do that. Do yeah, that. or they it have just... their own delivery people. Right. Yes. Which I mean, support that's, them that way. Not to say that like people who are working for these companies also don't deserve money. Like I know they're working and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Sarah, thanks so much for being on the show. Fun Anytime. I just want to say that I was the guacamole to the chips and salsa. Yes. Yes. Say. That must be said. <laughs> That's got to be said. You are our first guest that we've ever mm. had. Oh, my shows. gosh. So, honored. So honored. Yeah. So, I mean, we have nothing to give you but props, I guess. <laughs> That's okay. I hope to be a recurring guest if you'd have me. Yay. Again. Yes. Can, I, can I say that? Okay. Yeah. Of course. That's fine. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, just... Uh, make sure to like the episode well so make sure you're subscribed to the podcast you can follow me on instagram and twitter at zj massey i do not tweet a whole lot and what i do post on instagram is very haphazard and random <laughs> things so they're not very specific it's literally whatever i'm feeling uh yeah that's really about it um sarah do you want to be followed or do you even want that information out there if you want to be uh, found. Sure. You can throw it in the show notes if you want. Okay. You should send that. I'm to at, yeah. yeah, I'm at smassy617. Oh yeah. That's right. I don't tweet a ton nope. on Instagram. It's usually <laughs> music, food, and justice. So. <laughs> yes. That's a good, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good handle. Music, food, justice. <laughs> that's not my handle, but I might go make it that. That's yeah. actually really good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, Tony, I know we never do yours. No, because I really don't do anything. <laughs> I don't even know the last time I posted anything, and I don't have Twitter. So. Right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so that's really fine. nothing to offer. Great. Well, guys, <laughs> thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.